Oh yeah, n- another episode straight to TV. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This Welcome time back, it, guys. Uh, it, this this time it's a uh, straight to Apple TV. And yeah, I meant to look this up. Did this go- hit the big screen at all? No, this is the Apple TV original. Okay, interesting. I put in some. There were some some fucking, big names. Yeah, there were big names in there. You know what? Like I. This is like the moment where it's like, this is the perfect movie for this podcast. It is. Bill Murray's in the fucking movie. Dude, my I wife know, was like, I was awesome. like, what the fuck? My wife I didn't notice like, him. Yeah, my wife was like, he, I didn't notice him either, but my wife goes, oh, dude, he got old. <laughs> I'm like, that can't be Bill Murray. Yeah. And then I had to look it up and I go, shit, it is. That threw me for a loop. I legit thought this was going to be just, uh, I, I went into it I thought blind. it was going to be a joke. Yeah. I thought it was going to be like. I thought a, it was too. I expected a joke too. And then I found out it was like an actual thing that fucking happened. But what, now this could not so, happen in today's day and age. No. Not not today's na- uh, day and age. No. But here's my question to you, Rob. Did, like, did you see at like the opening credits that it said based on a true story? No. I was, so I did see it. Uh, I think I was watching something and they were talking about it. Oh, okay. I wasn't intentionally watching it, but I I saw something about it, and they're okay. like, "Yeah, it was based on this guy's life or this guy's story." And it's like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> so I'm like, "Well, this is either like he did something really fucking stupid and it was funny, or he did something really stupid and it was kind of cool." Yeah. Uh, how was- well- what is the movie? Yeah, I was going to say, what were we watching? Oh, the greatest beer run ever. Yeah, and like... On I, Apple I, TV. I, I think because of the, the poster art, like that's why I thought it was going to be... A joke? A joke, yeah. Yeah, it had like um like mash kind of feel to it. Yeah, and, and I mean, the title doesn't help. Right. You know, it's... A, I did. I, I thought this movie was just going to be a big joke comedy because my coworker had recommended it to me, and he's very much like he. I guess he's never really recommended a comedy to me. It's always uh, been like a somewhat serious, yeah, or or, or uh, historical, yeah. So, the other thing that came out of this was. Like it was, it was kind of serious, and there was like more moral to the story than mm-hmm. than what you expected. I, I think it was a good balance, though, because there was some was. light humor. There's very seriousness. There was like wholesomeness, some politicalness. Mm-hmm. I, I think it was it was nicely balanced. It was. Um. So, long story short, there's a street in New York that all these people grew up on. And they were all they would all drink together and stuff like that, hang out, party together. N- neighborhood, yeah. Yeah, it was a neighborhood, very like sixties, seventies esh type thing. Well, it was based Esque. in sixty seven. Yeah. So Viet- it had Vietnam that Vietnam War. So Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Devo. Um and the one of the friends was kind of like the Nobody expected anything of him, right? Like he was kind of the, he wasn't really a true loser, but he was kind of the loser of the group. So the way that I looked at him was um, the friend in um, 
Goodwill Hunting. Fuck, it's been so long since Ben Ben, yeah, Affleck's, I'm like, oh. ben Affleck's fact, uh character in Goodwill Hunting. Okay. Where it's like um he he doesn't expect much of himself and no one else really expects much of him type of thing. It, but Fair. It, it, it was hard for me in the beginning, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm like wrestling with it like, okay, he's he's ex military, so homeboy just wants to drink beers and chill on his time off. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cuz he's a merchant marine. Yeah. And but then it, it kind of like puts then it pushes that He's like, an oiler. Yeah, and it pushes that like theme on you that Oh, that that's he's just a good for nothing military guy. And it I don't I don't want to bash on military because like that's not what I'm trying to do. But, I have I have some comments later on. But there there's there's military people who've never seen war. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's there's those kids like in the movie well, where yep, they made bullets are flying that, by. They they made that joke uh, in the movie as well. Um, when when he was asked, like, "Oh, where did you serve?" and he he's said, like, Boston. "Massachusetts." Yeah. yeah, he's like Boston, and then uh, they took the gun away from him. <laughs> yeah, no, that was, that was funny. Um, but so this friend is joking. He's like. They're they're talking about because Vietnam. We all, most of us know, maybe not all of us. Uh, it was a very uh, our our soldiers came back to a very hostile environment because mm-hmm. a lot of people did not agree with us being there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I want to say this is like really the one of the bigger like not riots but like protests that happened in the history of the US. And and from a historical aspect of this, like I like you said, I, I knew these soldiers came back from the war and people like spit at them and yeah. hated them. I knew it was a war that we kind of lost. We didn't come out winners in mm-hmm. on top of that. But it wasn't um, technically our war to like be you know Was he and, and then I, I've always heard stories like Oh, we didn't know who we were fighting. And I, I think this picture or this movie brought that picture to me to like really understand what they meant by that. Yeah, definitely. Correct. Yeah. Now, they did bring up some stuff that's really interesting in the movie. I think I've I know I've talked to you about this, Diva. I don't know if I've talked to you about this, Victor. But in college, I had a I did a class that was the war, uh the history or the economics of war and peace. So it took an economical spin on war. And one of the things, well, that was kind of how, and what they, they talked a lot about how our economy went to shit and then all of a sudden we went into war, right? And the war mm-hmm. boomed our economy because everybody had jobs. All the soldiers that were reserves went overseas and then people had to fill the jobs. So it well, decreased unemployment, things like that. That's not really applicable for this, but just to give you more context about this class, one thing that I did have to do is a book report on war. And the book I did was called Overthrow. And it's a historical breakdown of all the governments that we got involved in trying to overthrow their government. Again, this goes to like where, you know, if if you hear people on TV talking about how we, our country or our president of the United States is the... Uh, face of democracy 
or the the leader of the free world, right? Mm-hmm. And all the countries that we tried to overthrow were going toward like socialistic or communistic ways. And this was a very interesting one because I basically read about the Vietnam War in the way that we tried to push out the communism. And it's just kind of intriguing. Now, I think the U.S. has probably gone into more conflicts than we've needed to in history. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, you could always argue and be like, well, if we didn't, how much worse would some of these countries be? Now, I think it's probably like a 50-50 split, like countries we ruined and countries we didn't. And there was also kind of a comment on that by one of the generals at a at a bar. And he's like, oh, you guys are complaining about how your country was? Look at all the other countries we went in and how much better the country is now. Which was kind yeah, of an ignorant there, statement, right? Because we know now it wasn't necessarily well, the truth. And, and <laughs> I, I, I think this... Well, okay, should we give our ratings first? Yeah, let's do it before we... Just, we... Uh, Start digging in. Yeah. Sorry, I went on a tangent there, but no, I thought it was interesting because it brings in a lot of those characteristics and it kind of tells the full story of what people couldn't tell. Yes, and that, that, <laughs> that that's definitely a, a later on. Yeah. It was a very like, lighthearted take on a very serious topic. Devo, start us off. Okay, I'm, I'm going to give this one... Because there's a good chance that I'll probably play it again. And I am I was teetering between like a 4 and a 4.25. And I think I'm leaning more towards a 4.25 just with the the storytelling um, without it being so much in your face. Because you're you're sitting there alongside... um, Oh, why can't I think of his name? Zach Efron. Um, and you're you're used to uh, comedy, comedy or shows. or kid shows type of thing. So this was definitely more of a serious role for him, and uh, but it was also not serious because he was the friend that wasn't serious about life, so to speak. And you just see a transformation in him, and then. Um, like knowing Vietnam War and whenever you see uh, someone who's wearing a, a v- Vietnam uh, vet hat and everything, like you know that there was uh, some shit that they've seen. Oh, this for movie sure. definitely embodies like the the fact that like there there was some stuff that that vet definitely went through and and it kind of like it gave you the movie itself gave you a a better insight. I I would say without actually being there and, and just gave you a better insight on, on what happened over there. Um, Granted, like it was for entertainment type of thing, but um, I don't know. Like, I, I, I went away with it to where, like, I, I would probably watch this m- more, more often, or at least show this to my son later on. Um, 
it's it, it was a really good good watch uh it, it's definitely if you have a if you have apple tv stream it now and if you don't have apple tv i'm pretty sure you can get a 30-day free trial yeah if you have an, an apple device you can get a free trial if you have uh t-mobile you get a year free so uh just some context there but yeah wow. sorry yeah so uh 4.25 and stream stream it now top of the list what do you got victor how how does their rating system work again zero to five quarter points but like what would be a five like best movie you've ever seen best not best movie you've are, ever are, seen are, are, are best, we looking at be- are, i, I guess like victor's might be looking at a genre wise too right am i looking at this as like okay so i'm gonna put it out there this may be the best straight-to-TV movie I've ever seen. Better than Enola Holmes. <laughs> yes. I had to say it because <laughs> I think you gave that, what, a four and a half? Yeah, and I, I'm teetering on a five. Like, I think this is probably my favorite straight-to-TV movie. It was really good. I think it was great. I, and and I, I hate to, I don't know, it just it feels like not me, but I really like military movies. I no, agree. I, I definitely, yeah. What Dunkirk? Um, I've never well, seen Dunkirk, but I think I did. But I remember like like the Saving Private Ryan era, and even the Patriot. Like I, I just no, that makes sense. Yeah, I I really liked those movies, and I, I from a this is I I want to say this is probably at least in my top five straight to TV movie is probably maybe in my top 10 favorite movies of all time. I really like this. I, I recommend this to anybody. I like if, if anybody asks, I'd tell them to watch it. I, I enjoyed it. I think it was well balanced. And I think the biggest thing for me is like, I, I haven't, I feel like I have ADHD now. Uh huh. And like, I, I, I'll start a TV show. I'll start, and I'm like, no, I, I got to Nope. Lost my attention. Got to do the dishes, or I don't yeah. think. And I, I sat down. I, I sat down. I'm like, all right, Letty. It's a, it's a two hour movie. It's a nine o'clock at night. Like we might have, we'll probably watch this in two parts. And like, I never once got tired. I never once like needed to pick up my phone. I never once got distracted. Like I sat through this two hour, and I enjoyed every bit of it. Agreed. Agreed. You know. Yeah, I actually on that same. Oh wait, so is it a stream it now? Stream it now. I, I'll but, give it in a in a straight to TV. I'll give this a five. If okay, you want to okay. tell me like in total best movies of all time, I'd, I'd probably give it a four and a half, four point seven five. Yeah, I think this would actually. Damn, now well I feel and, like I under. <laughs> no, no, and and don't. I think, I think anything over a four is fair. Yeah, I I one hundred percent agree with that. I think. Uh, for me, I'm going to give this four and a half. I think it's very good. I I don't know how it could be like make it a five, but I think it's just it's a different type of movie. You have to be prepared to watch this movie. Like if you if you don't kind of have an open mind when you watch this movie, it may either trigger so, some people because this, so this movie has some triggering stuff in it. So if you're easily triggered. Maybe read a little bit about this movie before you watch it. And don't be that person that reads the whole fucking plot. Hate when people do that. Like, read the fucking summary. 
and then watch the movie. Well, but I, I don't, I don't, I didn't even do that. <laughs> I didn't either. Um, and it was, uh, it was a, it was a great watch. Yeah, but like we kind of have, I mean, we've done this long enough to where we have kind of open minds when watching movies, right? And it, and there are plenty of movies that we watch for this podcast and really we don't fully watch it right like we're kind of distracted and that's what i was going to bring up next is a lot of the times when i'm watching the movies that we do for episodes i'm editing an episode while i watch it like kind of ironic right Mm -hmm. or for this podcast or our other podcast um but i i stopped editing because i wanted to watch it and i wanted to get the full experience it's it's very, like I said, they took a very lighthearted approach because of the story that they were going after on a very serious topic. Well, and he's delivering, I, I think that was the ironic side of it and why I I thought it was going to be a joke because of the, the title, yeah, like the greatest completely. beer run. But it, it definitely makes sense because he was all he was wanting to do was deliver beers to his buddies his friends yeah. from back home C- can we break this boy a while no i'm not done yet no no i'm just no yeah we will sure i'm just teasing i'm just kidding um but i i think it was very well done they brought in some very interesting facts and to tie back to my overthrow comment earlier about the the book that i read um i'll tie that in once we break the spoiler wall but very well done uh, Zach Efron killed it. Is this he po- did a great job? This is post plastic surgery, right? I think he so. had plastic surgery. Yeah, yeah he fucked yeah. up his face, dude. Yeah, he. I, I don't remember how he fucked up his face, but he, he said he fell in his house. That's that's oh, the when he was argument. Doing. Uh... Hold on, <laughs> now I need to find out. He slipped. He slipped on something in his house and cut his chin open, and he got plastic surgery on it. And he he was just wanting to look like Hasselhoff. Let's be honest. (laughs) It did not look good. He's 35. Wow. He can hang out with us on this podcast. (laughs) Oh, yeah. He does have a very sharp chin. Yeah. Um, But I I think he did a very good job in this movie. It was a very serious role for him. I know you said it had like, it does have that lighthearted side of his role. But his his character is lighthearted. But Correct. his character, uh, uh, well, I, I'm going to kind of break the spoiler wall here. Like his character goes through a metamorphosis of like going from uh, deadbeat, so to speak, uh, not making it to mass on time. And then to having like a, a, a better perspective on life and and what other people go through fair now i don't i think that he wasn't as lazy as everybody took him to be i think he drank to because he was like the fun friend right like he was the let's have one more round friend right like he he was the rob of the group and it hurt it hurt him no i don't i guess so yeah i'm like yeah let's have another glass of whiskey you you pay your tabs oh yeah he didn't pay his (laughs) <laughs> but I think that but, kind of shows where he's kind of like, he's not necessarily a deadbeat, but he kind of is. He's that likable deadbeat. <laughs> he, he's the, he's the guy that like, uh, Oh shoot. I, I can't pay for this one. Okay. Don't worry about it. I got you. And then 
and then he doesn't pay it (laughs) yeah but at at the same time like even the people that um are the guys that were in vietnam they're like chicky the fuck are you doing here yeah okay like i guess you're here now like (laughs) Like they they didn't think anything else of it. Like oh okay, you we didn't beer. Cool. We didn't Thanks. even figure this out. Finish the summary. So the 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 buddy decides to like bring up spirits and morale in in uh, Vietnam by bringing his friends beer. Which to say thank you to say thank you and like be like hey we appreciate you guys. Yeah, and like but, you're doing this for America. Yeah, so let's but let's break the let, let's break the spoiler wall. Let's let's start with favorite and least favorite scenes. Okay, so let me. I'm gonna I'm gonna go down a rabbit hole. I love it. I'm a go big I'm a big Marshawn Lynch fan. Okay, you know I love Beast Mode. He he was hood. He's but he's like a great like human being. He wants to help his neighborhood and whatnot. And he's also like true to his colors. Like he wouldn't say something that he didn't 100 percent mean. Yeah, no. Or preach. He, he practiced what he preached. And I loved he when he scored a touchdown and you see all the skills fly on the field. Oh, yeah. You know, because every time he scored a touchdown, his his mom would buy him skills. So That's funny. The fans got him he also would uh, take the subway or the train to his games or to practice. Yeah, dude. He'd just like cruise with other people and be like, hey, what's up, guys? Well, yeah. he, he always had some type of liquor with him, too. <laughs> Yeah, no. So you know, to to move forward with the story, on thing. So Thanksgiving, he'd buy the neighborhood turkeys. Mm-hmm. And he said, "I want to help out my community. I'm buying everyone turkey for Thanksgiving." And it kind of reminded me of this movie because it's if you're fucking poor, mm-hmm. a turkey's not going to help you out. True. You know, like it's and a nice gesture yeah. and it's super cool. But, like, that's not going to change the neighborhood. A Christmas Carol type of situation. Yeah, so I really feel like like when he was like, I'm going to go deliver them beer, and then the homies in Vietnam were like, you're fucking stupid. This is stupid. (laughs) Yeah. This isn't helping me out. I'm watching people die. But there was the the flip side where the one friend, the first, not the first group, but the first like when he was on the front lines of when he ran for the 200 or the 20 clicks or whatever. Yeah, He's like, um, it was that was a weird (laughs) scene because he showed up and he's like, oh, no, I'm thinking of when uh, when he called for his friend and they thought Mm -hmm. he was CIA. (laughs) <laughs> and and he never said he was CIA, but everybody kept like, and he's like, "Well, I'm not saying I'm CIA, I, but I, yeah, you know, hey, that, he was a tourist, yeah, and yeah, but I'm not not saying it." So <laughs> he, he call he gets that one like operating center or whatever, it, which was weird. That never got hit by bullets, but it was only like not far away. Mm-hmm. But that's a you know, it's cinema. It's it's a it's a story, you know, yeah, it's, yeah. it's definitely got its Hollywood pieces in there, just like the elephants, but we'll talk about that later. Well, um, and there's, uh, rules to roll to war as well though. So like there's, yeah, but the, you're, you're in this war, there were no rules. I guess that's true. Yeah. I mean, this was, you know, and they, they say that, but my, my grandfather was in world war two and he was a medic. Or he was a, a Navy corpsman, 
So he was the medic of the group. And he said he would never wear that he was a medic because the first pe- person that they would shoot at is the oh, medic. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Because then they can't save their own. Right? Yeah. Like, so then you have more f- less people that can fight. Which later on, I guess we'll talk about the the fact that media. Wow, I said that funny, or if it felt funny. Yeah. Uh, Not. Yeah, yeah. We know what you're talking about. Um, but when he he went with that group and they're in the trenches and he's giving beers to everybody and then they leave the next day and the guy's like, "Hey, you know, it was really fucking stupid what you did, but I appreciate it. That's the first time I've seen my guy smile and like." A year yeah and go so home. <laughs> but i agree because it's, it's fucking stupid why a beer what's that gonna do for me what's anything gonna do for you in a war zone well and like and even the the guy that he ends up being friends with i uh russell crow russell crow right yeah um oh yeah russell crow's in the fucking movie he he <laughs> goes like the f- what do you what are you fucking talking about? Like, th- there's there's so much shit going on. Uh, when he f- when uh, Zac Efron's character first meets him, uh, Chicky first meets him, and yeah, like I don't know that dynamic was. Uh, I I liked how that uh flourished. I could see that that him saying, "Oh, I'm bringing beers to the guys." Mm-hmm. Sounding so absurd that they're like, oh, this fucking CIA guy's doing something crazy. <laughs> like, that just sounds fucking crazy. Like, who the fuck thinks of doing that? But back to your point, Victor. Go ahead. No, and, and so that I, I just love when they're when they're just like super serious. Like, I brought you a beer, and there's like, the fuck is this going? And I and I, I think it it kind of like brings in the realization of like these guys don't. They just don't want to get shot. They're in the, yeah. yeah, they're in their trenches right now. Like that's not that's the least of their worries. Or what they want to do is is have a beer. You know, but then been to Robert's point, I feel like everyone was like, "Oh, kind of brought him home and kind of cool. brought, kind of took him away from war for a little bit." And then, like every everything has layers, right? And everything's a story. And I think what elevates the movie is that this was a fucking true story. Yeah, yeah, and there's even like, like the pictures of him like in the fucking jungle that yeah. he fucking brought beers to these guys. Like, <laughs> it's so stupid and cool at the same time. Like, yeah, no, it's super cool. And then it, it, like it makes a a funny plot, but then it because it's real, it, it just feel like it just helps elevate. Like they have the pictures of the old dude at the end. They have the pictures of the guys in the trenches, like. Well, and I I think it gave me a it gave me personally because we we have friends that were in the military and uh were in the trenches so to speak. Um, obviously, I I never went and became or, or went to be in the military. And after watching, I was like, shit, I I don't think I would have been able to survive. And like, I'm sure you would have adapted though, Devo. I would have adapted. Um, and you would have been low enough to not like fully 
fit out of the trench. So <laughs> you went okay. I, I, I would have been on a step stool to get uh, uh, above the. You'd have just been there, the like sand. feeding the machine gun. Like, oh, you need more ammo? <laughs> Here you go, buddy. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I can run back too. They but, can't but see my head. I, 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 I definitely have like a a better appreciation. I think after watching this film and I, and I think absolutely that's, that's that's interesting for this type of film. Yeah. And I don't think like of all the wars, I think this is like the least covered just because all the controversy, like Mm -hmm. you, I have not heard much about the war other than it was really an unwinnable war. Like there was no way to win it. No one really understood why we were in it. A lot of people had a hard time with why we were in it. And and, and I then think they played on that in the, the film too, where it's like they did. well, we don't know who the Nazis are. Yeah. With that comment. Yeah, no, completely. It's uh it's well done. So Victor, favorite scene and least favorite scene? I think my favorite scenes were like when he was trying to give them beers and they're like Yeah. Get the dumbass. Like I feel it was a real, like that that's a, just a real emotion that that's like what I was expecting, and it was what happened. It wasn't like, yeah, yeah, we got beers. Like, yeah, I don't know. And then least favorite scene. Oh man, I there weren't a lot of bad scenes in this. There's one that sticks out to me a little bit. No, I, uh, I, I did think it was the only one that I thought was a little awkward when he was just like, "I'm gonna hide under this blanket and I'm gonna pop <laughs> out and." <laughs> Like I'm like, are you just like giving up? Like you're not CIA, and that? <laughs> how the fuck are you gonna get home? But yeah, you know, uh, other than that, but his mentality was like, oh, I'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, no shit. He did. He, he did. was the perfect like go with the flow. I, I, I will <laughs> be who you want me to be, type of thing. Yeah. I agree, and but and, and one more that that kind of was kind of weird to me. There's like points in the movie I'm like, drop the bag of beer, right? Yeah. Drop the bag when, of beer. When right? when he went to Oklahoma, and oh, that was sad. It was so sad, but he was carrying the bag of beer. Yeah, but I think that was like his security blanket. It was the only like consistent thing in this trip. I guess that makes yeah, that makes sense. And it did it, have it his was his purpose. It was his purpose that yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe his passport or something was in there, and like yeah. <laughs> um, my favorite scene doesn't appear like much of a favorite scene, but this kind of goes back to when I was talking about that book that I read. So you see, so this is afterward when they're in Saigon. Mm-hmm. And the city goes under attack, right? And they say, you hear them say over the radio that the embassy was overtaken. Mm-hmm. And uh, Russell Crowe's character, I forget his name. Uh. But Russell Crowe's character, the uh, the journalist, the war journalist, he says, that's not possible. And I don't know if you guys caught on to this. It, well, he he was saying it was ceasefire, 
Right. Well, they, they, they were talking about that prior to this, right? Before the bombing or before all the shots fired and all that, like when he's like, oh, those are weird fireworks. And Russell Crowe goes, uh, those aren't no, those fireworks. Are those tracer are tracer rounds. rounds. Yeah. So when you, uh, when they said that they were trying to get to the, get back to the embassy. And I don't know if you guys caught on to this. Uh, he eventually said uh, they blew that hole in the wall and they said, oh, that's how they got in. And he's like, mm-hmm. no, 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 they didn't. But I don't well, know if you no, noticed, but- no one was actually shooting out of the embassy or there were people shooting out of the embassy, but they were missing horribly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it was quote unquote set up like uh, watching it. And <laughs> you, you can you can tell, well, the Americans that were portrayed in it were. Yeah. So this is something where I think it was a ploy to give them a reason to remove the ceasefire that they were attacked, but they really weren't. And then the blowing up of the ammo thing. And this is where it gets fucked up because there are some wars that we got into that cost a lot of people's lives. And then you hear some stories. It's like, Oh, it's kind of our fault, but who told them to do that? Like in, uh, I think it was world war one. You had the Lusitania was bombed or no, was that world? Yeah, it was world war one, I believe. And then there was another war that, or maybe it was that one, but the Lusitania was a passenger ship bringing armaments across the ocean. And the Germans said, hey, you can, we won't mess with ships carrying people. But if any arms get brought over, we will bomb them with a submarine. And it was blown up. So it was very clear they couldn't do it. They did it, and it, it was blown up. And then you have uh, World War II with uh, Hawaii getting bombed. Mm-hmm. And so this is one of those things where it's like it was an extra excuse. And I, I hope, you know, you want to have the best mindset possible when thinking about your country. But we've done some shitty stuff in the past. D- didn't you watch Where's My Jet? Yeah. <laughs> then they talk about the Pepsi in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And then they started rioting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then wasn't there like car bombs and stuff going off? Yeah. And then yeah. the government blamed it on like Coke or something. Yes. I think you're completely right. Like, so there's the a lot shit, of right, like, yeah, it's a lot of sketchy shit that happens. And then you start looking at this, and then you look at like once I read that book, I look back at all these situations that happen. It's like, wow, that was really fucking convenient, right? Mm-hmm. Like we really wanted to get into this war, and then all of a sudden something really bad happened, and it was set up all too well. You know, like could could the Taliban really plan that out. You know, they're they're yeah. really good at causing like destruction, but are they good enough to get people to fly planes in and into the trade center? Like I know that's a big conspiracy theory, but there's just a lot of things that have happened and when you hear about these things and you know, questionably maybe the US was involved in having something bad happen. And it just makes you think differently and kind of, you know, but it gives you a fucked up view of the world. And then it kind of 
like harms your life. So you have to be very careful with it, right? See, and and I want to, I want to, I feel like I'm podcast hopping, but we were talking about how, like, like government control and power and the Illuminati or whatever. Yeah. And like in my head, sometimes I'm like, well, doesn't that make the most sense? Like, I mean, you look at let's let's to have a pu- puppet master, type but of thing. but in theory, like okay, so let's like look at somebody like Britney Spears, right? Not not her crazy dad and stuff, but like she's not coming up with choreography, she's not writing music, she's not doing drum beats, she's not like it takes a group of people, yeah. Like she is absolutely the puppet, and I know she's the puppet. Mm-hmm. Britney Spears's music is not her as an artist; it is a giant corporation. She's a vocalist within. I mean, when is Britney Spears really the old Britney Spears? <laughs> oh, <laughs> my my Body favorite Google? one is the um uh, the Avril Lavigne one. Oh, the. Uh-huh. That or she's she uh, died in. Yeah, she died. Well, the, the recent one that I uh, thought was interesting is, is it, what is it? Something Morissette? Al- Alanis Morissette is actually Lady Gaga. Really? Yeah. Uh, th- there's a Chris Brown one. Is there? Yeah, that the, there's a army of Chris Browns that. Yeah. Huh. That performed like it's. Huh? That perform you, slash slap people or what? No, no like messing. you, like only the real one did. Like you'll go to a, you can go to a concert <laughs> in L.A. and then you go to a concert in San Diego. It, it's different, two different dude. dudes. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it's kind of smart, but it makes but sense. Yeah, like, it does. That, that wouldn't surprise me. I mean, like, why not? But it, is that a new warfare? So, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to bring it back to uh, this movie here, and. It, it it was good because uh, well, Rob, did you end up giving your? Oh, so that was that was my favorite scene because I thought it was really like interesting because when I saw the tank, I'm like, well, that's weird. The Viet Cong would have a ca- tank, mm-hmm. and but then it, it kind of all came together when he's like, no, that was an American tank. Yeah, that blew that, the hole, that blew and it was hole. after they were already fighting, right? Yeah, yeah. And then the least favorite is the fucking Alice Finn scene. I thought that was the dumbest <laughs> shit in the world. Like Any that bit. was all for cinematography. That had, I I do not feel like that was a real thing. What well, well, was kind of funny where, and then he stops <laughs> like five feet well, away from where they ran through the. Not fuck that. I'm running well, as far as I can get away from that shit. Not only that, but he goes. Uh, so what happened to the elephants? Uh, napalm. <laughs> yeah, that was, like that it was, was I think excuse. that's what forced them out, and that's why they were running. But like. That was but, weird, but, but they just like skipped over it. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, cool. Oh, I was just like, all right. Just napalm. No big deal. <laughs> that that was just a, kind of a stupid scene. It was like, uh, I could have gone without that, but I did like how they. So when he was in the trench, after you know his buddy had to make like the two hundred meter run, mm-hmm. being shot at just to go find out that his buddy's hiding under a blanket with a fucking beer, <laughs> right? And then have to go back. <laughs> The same. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but then he dragged his buddy with him, right? Right. Chicky had to go back with him. Um, (laughs) Carrying the beer. And he's like, "Uh, oh, can't you just call uh, a tank? No, we can't. Like, oh, okay. We're in no man's land. Oh, 
I'm I'm okay with that. Like I thought that was that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I thought it was interesting how they kind of brought in because one of the biggest issues with Korea and Vietnam was it was jungle warfare, something we aren't good at it because mm-hmm. we don't have the jungles. And they show that scene where he's using NVGs, night vision mm-hmm. goggles. I think they even call them NVGs in there, which is what they would that, call them. And, and then they uh, put the lights on. Quote Which unquote. I thought they were saying like they were gonna turn on lights like they had lights set up. <laughs> yeah, that's they shot a fucking flare. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. Um, but he, but you could see like that jungle aspect. Mm-hmm. Like people lived there, so they had to like be able to find out if there were people. And I felt like they didn't even know there were people because they weren't close enough. And someone just started yelling, and everybody's lighting these dudes up. Well. Okay, so and everyone was missing too. So the, this could be when when I first when when I watched it, um, and obviously I was doing a blind uh, type of thing where I, I I had no idea what what this movie movie was about. Um, but at that point, I was like, "Oh, Tropic Thunder type of." <laughs> <laughs> shit like i was i was hoping for some type of comedic comedic uh <laughs> like leeway and it, it wasn't no it, it was, was very serious and it, and it was one of those things where he goes here uh take this if it if it rains just drape it over yourself yeah and yeah and it fucking like, poured <laughs> you're in the then, jungle Oh, I I think one of the things that kind of like made the movie real for me was when um that that same person that that we've been talking about uh like looks back at Chicky and he's waiting for the helicopter and his sergeant goes, "Don't worry about him. He's dumb enough to survive." Type of thing. Yeah, you, there's a, you'll meet them every. You don't meet these guys often, but every once in a while, you meet a guy that's dumb enough to not die. Yeah, like that. that yeah, that one just gave me chills when that was pretty funny. That was a good yeah. one. Yeah, that was a good one liner. But um, but it kind of made sense, and it kind of made sense, especially at the end of the movie, where like Chicky makes it home, and like everybody's he, shocked to see him. Yeah. Yeah. So Diva, what are your favorite and least favorite? Um, I would end up saying the least favorite would end up being um Oh shit. Uh I hated the guy that was flip flopping. <laughs> That guy was hilarious. Which one? The their buddy that would they, he'd be like, "Oh no, the, uh, you know these protesters are stupid." And then a buddy would be like, "Well, they're trying to get our men back." And he's like, "Oh, you know, yeah, those protesters are cool." Like that's <laughs> yeah. kind of like the mindset he'd have, and he just flip flop on everything. <laughs> I like when he was like, "You want to fight?" And he goes, "No, this is a peaceful protest." A, oh yeah, that was a different guy though. I know, I know. Yeah, 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 that, that was, was a different yeah, guy. Yeah. But at the same time, like I, I did not like any scene that that guy was in for the. He was kind of annoying. The flip flopper, um, but my, f- probably my f- my favorite, 
was and I, I guess it's collective um it was the f- the first like combat um guy where like he he makes it the 200 or the 20 clicks 200 clicks whatever it was and 200 meters 200 meters clicks and, would be kilometers okay uh but where Zac Efron is like we're only halfway uh, no we'll just stay here and then uh going into uh the fact that uh his buddy goes like you brought all those beers this would be a good time to pass them out yeah that was a good one that, that, that was a good that's scene. probably my fa- my favorite scene which is kind of weird that like it was like daytime and they all just got up and walked away <laughs> a little bit but i think that's how it was like the viet cong fought at night in cover because it was harder to see them even though you could argue it's easier to see them at night because you can see the muzzle flash yeah right but they can't sneak up as easily because you can't see things move at night it was like daytime i was like all right cool Uh, but then they must have because they have they have patrols going out checking out areas so they must have checked areas and been like okay we're good to go Mm, that makes sense because it was daytime (laughs) but they were running from bullets like just the the day before Actually, oh yeah I, you're right can, can i change my least favorite my least favorite was stuck with it. my my least favorite was when uh the cia guy that he ran into threw out the guy oh yeah that was kind of helicopter. a weird one and then he was like it was being sneaky when he was like once they got to that that air base mm-hmm. and he's like hey can you fly me over here and the guy's like oh let me let me see what I can do. And then he came back and he's like, oh, I can leave my post. I'll For drive an you hour there. Or so. Yeah. yeah. It was kind of, that was a weird thing. And then how the, how the hell would that, go? well, I guess he was in the military. So maybe it would kind of like, maybe in basic training, they were like taught, hey, you don't well, leave the- your post. You mm-hmm. do not leave your post no matter what. Even though uh, Cal would have called this guy a pogue, paper <laughs> pusher. Um. <laughs> But and other uh, military people that listen may know what I'm talking about. But mm-hmm. he, uh, yeah, it, and and then he like he automatically knew, and then he like hopped out the window. He like broke out the window in the yeah. bathroom to jump around the back, and then they went chasing him. The millipede was kind of interesting because of the jungle, but it's kind of like a. I feel like like millipede is not gonna do anything to you. Millipedes are it, it is poisonous, creepy, I though. It is creep. No, yeah, I thought they were like yeah. Super millipedes poisonous. are centipedes aren't. Millipedes are poisonous. You do not want to get bit by a millipede. Mm. But no, that that scene where they're like looking for him, and they just weird. like stop like five feet away from him, and his the and brush he that he's in isn't like, and then he just walks in the open road. <laughs> yeah like they they just like gave up on him and then the girl freaks out the girl with her oh, ball yeah. oh yeah and yeah. now you're making me think of that elephant scene was stupid it, right? it was just kind of like unnecessary and dumb like it added nothing to the story unless the guy was like oh yeah i fucking ran down this road and a bunch of i heard like i thought a, a like a platoon well, he, of guys was walking toward me or something, but then it was elephants. He he may have had a artistic uh, 
what what is it called? Um, like he wanted that to be a part of it. Yeah, maybe the elephant. But it, I mean, I, it kind of does go along with like the story. Like this movie could <laughs> be completely fictional. Shit. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. He's like, by the way, those aren't rocks. That's elephant shit. That that is <laughs> so matter of fact, dude. <laughs> but he let him sit there first, and then he told him his well, his elephant I, shit. I thought it was hilarious when uh, he was like, "Is is is he smoking a J?" Like, yeah. oh yeah. Uh, what what does his uh, sergeant think of that? Like, oh, probably sergeant s- probably sold it to him. <laughs> <laughs> like, no shit though. Like, you think about it, and people probably are like, "These guys shouldn't be drinking while they're." But dude, like the shit these guys are going through. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, It was, I mean, all in all, the movie is damn well done. It is. Do you guys have any other scenes you want to talk about? Any other stuff? No. And and for the point of like, if you haven't seen this, like. Go watch it. I I think it's well worth a watch. I agree. Even if you and, pass the spoiler wall to watch it, yeah, I think regardless, well, it's it's worth a watch. And and I I think we don't give Russell Crowe or Bill Murray's character justice, like enough justice within this this movie that actually like helps uh, move the story along. I agree. Oh, another scene that I did like before we end is when he comes back and he's at that hotel again at the bar. And they're like, this is that ceasefire scene. He's like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. There aren't, there was no ceasefire up at, like, what was it? Uh, TMZ or whatever. Or, yeah. Yeah. Not TMZ. That's the uh, it was L L something. The yeah. LZN. LDs. Yeah. Something like that. And they're like, what are you talking about? They, yeah, there is. And he's like, no, nah, I was just there. And they're like, no fucking way you were there. And he takes out the And he takes out picture. the picture and shows them. Like, these people know exactly. They're like, oh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, that looks like that area. Oh, yeah. Like <laughs> that. Well, maybe they knew. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, it was kind of like a funny. That was kind of a funny scene because they're like, there's no fucking way. You know, these guys are career journalists. And. They're like and reporters or whatever, and they're like, "There's no fucking way you got there," and he got there. I mean, that's if the dude did half of what the movie said, that's fucking incredible. Like, it he is wrote a so, book, dude. Did he? Yeah. Oh fuck! I don't I think, like reading, I think they but I might have the, to read it. And did they? Did they say what? I I think you they wrote a they, book. Yeah, I think they they stated that he wrote a book. That's that's pretty cool. That is super cool. But if you guys don't have any final What thoughts, are we watching next? <laughs> oh yeah, what is next? I picked this one. It's Devo? on you guys. I oh shit. I can only go off of what I've watched. I so there's a TV show that I really want to get your opinion on, but it, you have to Wednesday? No. It's Hot Shot. It's on Disney Hot. Plus. It's oh, about the it's hockey? about the college. No, it's about the college men's basketball coach. They got like banned for hitting a ref with a chair. With uh, what's his name? Yeah, from <laughs> Uncle Family Jesse? Guys, or not Family Guy? Family Matters. No, the wrong one. You know which one I'm talking about? Full House. Full House. Thank you. But how no, many episodes is it? 
eight. They're all 20 minutes long or 25 minutes long. They're short and you can get through it really easily, but it's, it's a lot to watch. Let's see what Netflix originals there are right now. Shit, is in more Apple TV originals. Oh, that's true. We should probably, maybe, uh, good call, Victor. I don't have Apple TV on my phone, though. Is there anything that's been on your mind, Diva? Not, like, well, Fraggle Rock recently, but, but this this uh, movie did make me kind of want to go more towards... Uh, war? Do you go not, war not movies? Not necessarily war, but, um, like, first-hand accounts? Like, I don't, I don't know. Dum, dum, dum. Man. Okay, so. Throw it out there, Devo. Go for it. Well, no, like, I, I went into Apple TV and Apple TV, like, originals. Uh, but most look like they're. Um, Ted Lasso, show. but that's a TV show, right? Oh, you're looking at uh oh, what's his name? Uh, he's from Horrible Bosses. He's from yeah. Why can't I think of his name right now? I am not sure. Because I was thinking of Blackbird when I first brought up that stuff. Diva, have you watched Glass Onion? I have. It's amazing. I by still the way. haven't seen Knives Out, so I don't know if I. Oh, should we go Knives Out then, and then go into Glass Onion for? We could do that. For Let's do Knives Out. Uh, Knives Out, then Glass Onion for the next two. Let's watch Knives Out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I. Yeah, I'm. I'm good with it. All right. It sounds like a wrap. <laughs> I don't know what that thing make when it's it shuts. I think it just does like <laughs> it's just like a clap. I was thinking of a ziploc. <laughs> what the fuck? Why would that ziploc up? That's Devo for you. Oh no. You're so cute. <laughs> Alright, next episode, knives out. Can't wait, guys. Yeah. Thanks, thanks for listening. Keep streaming. Keep streaming. Woo.